We're live on Sportsnet, Sportsnet Plus, Sportsnet 960 in Calgary, and Sportsnet 650 in Vancouver. This hour of Real Kipper and Born brought to you by Bet 365. Top stories around the league on our national show. We got to start with Connor Bedard. Yeah. The build-up, probably we haven't seen anything like it since Sid. Mm-hmm. Going back to my era, maybe Eric Lindros, yeah. the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, first of all, uh, your thoughts. We'll go to you, JB, first on what you saw out of the phenom and uh, and uh, where's where's the watermark on this? Well, he did not disappoint. I thought he was fantastic. He had the puck the whole night. He dictated the pace of the game. What do you have? Ten shot attempts, five shots, an assist. I mean, this guy made some plays last night that you're like, aha. And I will tell you that I was getting some texts from people that were like, I don't know, it's pretty small. I don't see it. And I was like, you don't see it? I don't know. I'm terrified right now. That I, this guy <laughs> is going to say he didn't see it. I know exactly what Kipper's going to say, and I agree with him. Can I, I guess what you're going to say? Oh, let's I get want, ahead of it. Uh, okay. I think it's going to be about the stuff with Crosby and intermission. That's what I think Kip's on about. I think it's going to be no helmet and warm up. Let's have it. No. Neither? Either. Wow. Okay. First of all, I'm not going to sit here and disagree with anything that you just said. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, all right. But the skills there, <laughs> uh, challenging guys one on one, shooting pucks through sticks and 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 picking spots. I know he's going to do all of that. Yeah. Okay. Um. But, the but. Yeah. Here's my butt on what I saw last night. Hold on to your chairs, guys. Okay. <laughs> 21 <laughs> swat a fly out of my way. Fly landed right in your face. 21 and a half minutes. Okay, uh-huh. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. That was... But the, 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 the playing of the full, not the full two minutes on a power play, but not coming off and staying out there and leaving 15 seconds in the offensive zone for the second unit. Come on. Like, there's 19 other guys. And... If if that's he's the only guy, he's the only guy in Chicago. It doesn't matter. You gotta still try to protect this guy. Too much. So you're hanging that on Luke Richardson. Too much. No, even uh, Connor. Get off the ice. Get off the ice. Go a minute, minute and ten. But this is your first NHL game. You don't need to be hanging around a power play until you feel like you can want to come off. If you're starting that, it's a dangerous game with 19 other guys. And if you want to just parade this guy right off the bat and make him feel like he's up here and everyone else is down there and it has nothing to do with how great or how weak the team is. Mm -hmm. But if you start start really separating this guy, uh, then you better make sure that you do some extraordinary things Every night. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to get 19 other guys going, hold on for a second. Yeah. Can we just be reminded he's still a rookie here and, you know, he, he, he needs to learn. And one of those things could be face-offs. I don't know if you guys paid attention oh, to the face-offs. But Sid hey, delighted hey, in cleaning his he, cloth he, last he, night. He looked like he couldn't win a face-off in a peewee game. How about the, how about it the was touch that a puck bad. until the third no, period it was, on a draw. It was that bad. Yeah. How about the first draw of the game 
Okay. Oh, yeah. He's like, he <laughs> slap-shotted it back to his own boards. Right? So, but okay, okay, that's, okay. That's my only beef with watching sure. Connor Bedard last night is the, 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 the treatment uh, I get. I mean, he's, we're building yeah. him up. We're trying to sell him to sponsors and new fans. I get all of that. But you're putting too much on the kid to sit there and say, you have your own rules. You go on the ice when you want. You come off when you want. Yeah. And that stuff can get real old for, for guys in the room. Okay. That's, I think that's pretty fair. Well, it's, it's fair. I was expe- at the, the same start, I was like, ah. But, yeah, you but came at the around. same time, it, it has everything to do with where that team is at and their development. And the thing that serves this team best yeah. is him playing, him getting better, yes. him getting the no, experience. No, yeah, yeah. So, so 19 other guys can say, hey, he's out there for a minute and yeah. f- uh, 45 seconds because we stink that badly. No, I know. It's, I, I get the idea that, you know, he, he shouldn't be staying out there for two minutes on the power play if given the choice or whatever. But if this team, if his coach is saying play, he's a kid. He wants to play hockey. He's exceptional. I don't blame him one minute for it in night one. Maybe it'll soften as the season goes on here. It is, it's going to be fascinating to watch because if you watch that ESPN coverage of it last night, they talked about him like he was LeBron, right? Like there was no other players in the game. And our game isn't built where is a basketball player, first pick overall, like that. We can need come. Stars. But, but it doesn't work that way. Like The real if, game doesn't, but how we sell like, it might. We've been around the game a long time, so we can appreciate those plays that we saw last night. But if you're, a, if, if you're an American watching that game for the first time and you've listened to the buildup of this guy and you actually watched him last night and you didn't pick up those, those, those smaller detailed things that we did... You'd sit there and go, wow, this guy looks like he's a boy playing against men. <laughs> DA, why were you disappointed oh, oh, in Connor Bedard's and, performance no, last night? How did the Blackhawks let him, their like number one like asset worth however many, go on the ice without a helmet and warm up? It's insane. <laughs> you know who's going to answer well. that? David Still. Amber. <laughs> I get it. That's who's going to answer it. Sportsnet host and a friend of the show. Uh, DA, how are you, buddy? Good. I, I don't, what have I stumbled into here? It's like uh, <laughs> like Christmas morning, and you guys are already returning the gifts. Like, <laughs> let's just celebrate what we have here. You covered him last night, right? Yeah. Was I watching a different game? I, I understand all the points you guys are, are you know, mostly Nick's making here about uh, Connor Bedard, but I, I mean, I really think it's something to celebrate, right? Like, yeah. This is this is this guy is going to be amazing, and the maturity I felt the maturity he was able to show to handle that. Um, you know, the league's taking a different approach, and I think you hit it on the head, Nick. They are trying to march him out there and celebrate. You know what he has the potential to become. We didn't do that with Austin Matthews. We didn't do that with Connor McDavid. And what I mean by we is the league, essentially. You, you remember the rule when Austin Matthews was a rookie. Uh, Lou Lamarillo was the GM at the time and said no rookies are to be interviewed during in-game at all. So mm-hmm. we're, we're talking to Travis Boyd about the four <laughs> goals that Austin Matthews has scored in his first NHL game. Like, yeah, that, that's so Hold on, hold on. Those things were put in place to take pressure off of him, uh, DA. It was to, to help in the development to who they are today and... Should that not be considered a little bit moving forward with Connor that 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 you're 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 actually protecting him a little bit? 
I think some guys need protection and some guys don't. I think Connor Bedard's incredibly mature. I think the spotlight's been on him for 12, 13 years since he was a young, young boy and, and shows that he has exceptional skill. And I think you have to read the, the situation. And I think for the betterment of the game, you know, let fans be at arm's length. Uh, the fact that he did a hat trick of interviews yesterday during like during and post game is fantastic. I, th- I think it's great. I, I, I also think from a hockey standpoint, and yeah, we can nitpick about the face offs and staying on a little extra long uh, during the power play, et cetera. Um, but I, I do think, you know, it was an exceptional first showing the amount of respect the other team was giving him, you know, the, the Penguins were giving him. I mean, we were laughing. I was watching with Luke Gazdick and Jamal Mayers and they're giving him the OV Zabanajad Stamkos treatment on the power play. I mean, this is his very first game. I thought it was incredible. And the fact that he was able to fight through a lot of the, the um, you know, extra attention he was getting, he set up their first goal. He basically helped rally this team to a victory. Uh, it was it was really impressive. I thought it was a great showing. And, and this whole notion of, well, he's too small, and it's funny, you talk to a lot of people, he's too small. I think we're starting to see that he is built differently uh he's got the the martin saint louis Sidney crosby thighs he's you know he's he's built up top uh he's fearless it's a different game than 15 years ago would i be concerned 15 years ago maybe or 10 years ago but i i think in this day and age where skill and speed and uh creativity is at a premium i think he's going to be an absolute superstar i thought it was just a slam dunk last night it was it's great showing and, and to your point about size i thought a couple times when he attempted those one-on-one rushes you talked about like he put it through his own feet he you know if it didn't work out he's still hanging on to the puck he established you know he's on a one-on-one all of a sudden his team had possession that's how they ended up scoring a goal and he got his assist so um you know it, it was a great showing he played exceptionally well great start for him into boston tonight uh right back into the fire one thing we wanted to mm-hmm. talk with you about today, because I think you're my favorite Canadian hockey team panicker, um, is to <laughs> is to rank because <laughs> you love Canadian hockey, and so I want to get a sense from you of where you think Canadian hockey teams are at this year. How many you have in the postseason? Um, you know, we're gonna get. Uh, I'll just leave it there. How many Canadian teams in the postseason? Who do you like? Who don't you like? Well, it's going to, in my eyes, it's going to be either four or five. And there's that, is there room for both the Canucks, you know, and the Flames potentially to make it in the Pacific is a question mark. Are the Jets, you know, going to be one of those top three teams in the Central? Uh, and Ottawa, you know, I, I do, I, I do feel Ottawa, I love so much about the team, but I, I, you know, it worries me when I see Shane Pinto's not signed. It worries me when I see Josh Norris hasn't played yet. Those things are, are significant concerns, right? The Ottawa Senators uh, have been an above 500 and a playoff team from December forward the last three years. They bury themselves in October every single year. I really want to see them come out of the gate you know, at bare minimum playing 500 through this month to put themselves in contention to be that playoff team. So, you know, I'm not giving you a perfect answer, but I'd like to think four or five Canadian teams uh, when the dust settles will be in the postseason. And I'd like to think if that's the case, that we'll have a couple of legitimate cup contenders, two or three of those teams aren't just trying to make the playoffs. Uh, I think when you look at Edmonton, Toronto, and, and, you know, people are sleeping a little bit on Calgary. You know, they had everything go wrong that could go wrong, and they barely miss the playoffs barely they just need some of those things to go right they need markstrom to play up to his potential and i think this could be a very difficult team to knock out uh, you know if they do indeed make the playoffs so i think um there's a lot of high expectations and of course i have great optimism at the start of this uh of this season but uh we'll have to wait and see because 
it's, it all comes crashing down very quickly, as we found out in the last few years with teams like Vancouver and Ottawa essentially playing themselves out of the postseason in the first month of the year. DA, I'll go to you first, but uh, I'll throw this to uh, J- JB as well. If you go through our sportsnet.ca predictions, heavy on the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I forget, were, were you one of them, DA? I was. In fact, I was on a panel last night with Luke and Jamal and all three of us. It was a hat trick of, of picks for the Edmonton Oilers. I'll, I'll be honest with you, though. I was this close to picking the Dallas Stars. I really I like the mix of talent uh, and skill and goaltending in Dallas. But um, I, I really do think, you know, I think what we've seen in the last two years, um, just to quickly chime in before you get to the other guys, is is we you don't need us. You don't need Patrick Waugh. You don't need Martin Brodeur to win a cup. Darcy Kemper, Aiden Hill above average goalies if the Oilers can get above average goaltending with the improvements that we've seen on their blue line at home all year and Bouchard is emerging to become the superstar that a lot of people have predicted and and the depth up front I think they would be the team to beat so yeah I'm I'm very uh, I'm buying high right now on the Edmonton Oilers I also like the Oilers a lot I think the Oilers are the best team in the Pacific and I think they'll you know top Vegas there this year you know, it's they're a lot like the Toronto Maple Leafs to me, where you look at the top three lines and go, God, that is a ton of talent. The Oilers up top, I mean, you think of Vander Kane being in there with McDavid, Connor Brown's being added to that group, Nugent Hopkins with Dreisaitl and Hyman, like they got studs up and down the lineup. Past their top three lines, pretty average hockey team. Like, I look at who's won the Stanley Cup the last few years. That Colorado team, you guys remember that defense, how good that was? You know, the addition of Joss Manson, how good they were. Look at Vegas, what they did, that decor, best decor in the NHL. They win the Stanley Cup. Tell me Brett Kulak, Cody Ceci, Broberg, DeHarnay. That's not the same tier to me. So I'm not saying that they're not going to win the Stanley Cup. I'm saying will they make changes to improve that group in some way to get them in that class of D? I think the Oilers have a great chance. They're probably Canada's... Yeah, I'm not going to say they're the best chance because I like the Leafs too. But they're they're you know up there. I think they're as likely to win the cup as the as the Leafs. I like them a lot. But yeah, I'm not as bullish as Sportsnet, which we had like half our people pick them to win the cup. Well, where they mirror is the need to put better depth on the blue line. I hear and goaltending is also like a cross your fingers and hope. So they are they they they'd like to they'd like to make another big move on the blue line. And yeah. much like Brad Tree living in Toronto, they're both going to have to wait it out and maybe outbid one another. Do they want John Klingberg at the deadline? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jack Campbell. I, mean, Ekholm, you know, I wouldn't sleep. The, the, Oilers, the Oilers blue line, though, guys. I mean, Ekholm, Nurse, Bouchard, that's a pretty formidable top three. And I understand what you're saying. The depth isn't there necessarily it's, all the way. Yeah, it's, one, I think they'd want an upgrade on CeCe in that, in that I mean, top four. Fair because... One thing we saw with Vegas last year, there was no slide. Uh, right. Every defenseman in the playoffs played between 18 and 24 minutes. It wasn't like they were sheltering guys at 10 or 11 minutes. So you're absolutely right. Um, and in fact, the only Stanley Cup winning team I think we've seen in the last 15 years without, you know, real stud defensemen was that um, Latangless uh, Pittsburgh team in, yeah. in 17, right? Or 16, I guess it would have been. So, or 17. Um, so you guys make a good point, but I, I still, I think when you have a power play like Edmonton has, when you're the top scoring team, when you have 97 and 29, you can outscore some of those mistakes. Oh, for you sure. Necessarily, you don't have to grind out two one wins. I will say the, my one Canadian tidbit here, you know, my hot take is that the Flames decor, we're talking about them. It's Hannafin, Rasmus Anderson, Zadorov, Uyghur, Tanev, and Osterley. Like that to me is in the Vegas class of decors in that Colorado class. 
it's going to be a differently built team than the Oilers, but I I like the Flames quite a bit. Flames and the Jets open up tonight, and uh, the the Calgary Flames are one team where I just haven't got a clue on what we're <laughs> gonna see. And yeah. you know, if if you want to go back to just basically, you know, Jonathan Huberto is, will we ever see? 115 points like we did two seasons ago against Florida. The answer is absolutely not. Well, how about 100? But, but 90, you, know, you know, it it can't be 50. No. No, it, it can't. And there there should be a significant change there. Again, I, I really like this Flames team, and I think they got enough two-way guys to be competitive. What are your thoughts on what's going on in Winnipeg? Because this is a team that was battling with Calgary for the last playoff spot last year. This year, they're opening. I believe they play each other tonight to kick things off. Like, this is going to be a hotly contested battle for, you know, wild-card spots. Do you like the Jets this year? Yeah, I, I do like the Jets. I think they're a more balanced team. Uh, I think they still know their identity and they have arguably the best goalie or one of the top two or three goalies in the league. So I think there's a lot to be said for that. I also, um, you know, I, I think they wanted to change the the feel of the room and they effectively did that by trading Dubois, by waving uh, Blake Wheeler. Uh, and I think hats off to Kevin Chevaldeoff, right? Like, are those deals perfect deals for five years from now? Maybe not, but he has to manage for right now. I mean, this window has gone, you know, they were in the conference final in 2018 and they haven't gotten back there in the last five years. So their window, you know, has kind of gone like this and he wants to reopen it a little bit. And I think he's effectively done that with the Shifley and Hellebuck deals. Um, I think they're going to be a very tough team to play. Let's, let's not forget that, yes, they got knocked out by Vegas in five games. Uh, Shifley got injured in that series. Uh, Ehlers, you know, they need to stay healthy is one key thing. They don't have the depth that we have of, of seen in other teams, but I do really like um, the overall balance of that team and the fact that it sort of starts from the net out. So I, I have high aspirations for them. I look at them as the third best team in the central and a team that will be a tough, a tough outcome uh, come April. And just for the record on sportsnet.ca, I, I went with the Dallas stars. They're DA. old. They're old. Well, there you go, Kipper. I, and I love that pick. And why? Why specifically? Because, I mean, I thought I was this close, and I just said, yeah. ah, screw it. Uh, Ottinger? Yeah, that's a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Ottinger and uh, Miro on the on the blue line. I think he I have him winning the, the Norris. You do? You think he's ready? Kel McCarr getting hit by a bus? Did I miss that piece of info? <laughs> uh, I mean, he – I look at you, – you look at McCarr, Darlene – uh, Hayskinen, Hughes. You look at these guys, you know, Carlson, obviously, who could put up 70, 80, 90 points. And then it comes down a lot to how does the team do? Mm-hmm. And if Dallas has this incredible year and Hayskinen puts up 90 points, why shouldn't he win the Norris? Yeah, that's totally fair. You know, my thought with Dallas is just a couple of guys that they need to continue to be good, right? Like tentpole guys in Ben and Pavelski. Sagan's only 31, but he's been in pretty serious decline over the years statistically anyway. You know, Ryan Suter's getting older. They they have a lot of good young guys too, but I, I do have some question marks there. Uh, we'll take you out west and, uh, and get some thoughts on the Vancouver Canucks. This is a team that is still trying to get in the playoffs and be competitive, traded for Sam Lafferty. You know, l- rumors about trying to, you know, maybe move Garland and, and have some flexibility this year. What is their what are their chances in a tough Pacific division this year? Well, I think they're going to be much better. And and Kipper, I mean, you're a you're a rugged 
you know, you were a rugged player. Rick Tockett was a rugged player. The team's taking on a little bit more of his identity, right? They're going to be much harder to play against. The, the penalty kill was historically bad last year. What have they done? They've gone out. They've addressed that. They've added guys who can kill the penalty much more effectively. And they're going to have more, they'll be more structured under Rick Tockett than they were under Bruce Boudreaux, probably. So, uh, and the biggest thing I haven't mentioned yet is Thatcher Demko, right? He was playing on half a groin or, you know, a torn groin, and now he's, uh, essentially healthy and a lot of people i think even in, you know elliot freeman and, and some other experts and analysts have said he's their guy for the vesna uh, i'm not going to go as far as to say demko's going to win the vesna but i do think we've seen him at his best he is a top tier goaltender so i have high aspirations for vancouver i think the biggest problem facing the canucks is essentially they're in a division that i now consider the toughest division in hockey you know if, I, a couple of years ago i might have said the atlantic um and certainly before that, I probably would have said the Central. But I think right now, the Pacific, when you look at the top of the Pacific and you can't sleep on the likes of L.A. or Seattle, and of course, we've talked about uh, Calgary and Edmonton and the defending champs, that's a very, very tough division. And you could have a great season, but you're going to run into some very tough teams in those you know five teams I just mentioned. And so uh, it's, it's going to be a tall task for Vancouver to make the playoffs, but I see them being much improved over a year ago. Yeah. I'm a big Tockett fan yeah. for sure, and I I, I like the Sam Lafferty pickup. Mm-hmm. All right, DEA. Yeah. got one more for us, or are we gonna let you go? What else you got on no, your I plate? Mean, let's just let's just hope. I mean, guys, you know we're all kind of of the same vintage. And in 1993, the Habs won the cup, and we didn't think much of it. It was yeah. like, okay, the cup every couple of years is in Canada and it's been 30 years now. Like I would be kind of, it'd be nice for the collective fan base uh, of this hockey mad country to have a team sit there and have those celebrations on the ice somewhere in Canada. It would be really cool. So I don't care which of the seven, it would just be nice to have it happen. And, and maybe this is the year. Nice. Uh, um, upper body workout today for you curls <laughs> i'm looking at your biceps benching an oak tree and prep for the interview by the way you're our um, first ever video uh guest yeah. on the real kipper and born show and all of them have to do it shirtless yeah. so yeah go ahead peel off the Audi zero <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm honored guys honestly i'm excited to have you on tv i'm excited to be doing leaf regional games with you guys and uh it's going to be a fun season and the real fun starts tonight last night was was really cool with connor bedard even though you guys were you know nikki you're raining on a little bit but tonight's going to be with all seven Canadian not teams. raining <laughs> on it i'm just want to temper uh this whole you know push on an 18 year old kid yeah. and the whole world on his shoulders that's all i'm trying Before- to do Hey, before you guys kick me off the show really quickly, so what are, what numbers do you have? I just want to have this sort of in my head, you know, on the record. What do you think for Bedard this year? I had him at 37 goals. I'm going 42 and 38 for 80. I think he's a 40-goal guy. I, yeah, I like that. I mean, I think we saw Matthew score 40. I think you saw how he can put the puck on net. I, I, 35 to 40 sounds very reasonable, and 80 points sounds very reasonable. That, that would be an exceptional year, so that would be really exciting to see. We'll see. Absolutely. Well, thanks, DA. We appreciate you joining us, pal. Anytime, fellas. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Connor Bedard did not get his first NHL goal last night, but he got his first NHL win. I can't. Kyle Dubas, how how would that have gone? Oh. You 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 know Kyle Dubas well. How would that have gone over? I just you're at home. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're playing one of the expected worst teams in the league. 
If you were a Dasani water bottle, run and hide. That's all I got to say. He's maybe been tossing a couple of water bottles around the old. He's so rich and so much job security. His feet were up. He was at home. He didn't even go to the game. I know some Leafs fans that were enjoying seeing a uh, a favorite Dubas team losing to an underdog. Uh, you know, Peter Morazic playing well. Peter Morazic was that. legitimately excellent last night. By the way, I did want to get to the fact that while well, DA was saying, looking forward to it, it would love a Canadian team yeah. anywhere in Canada. Sammy was just over here, hate shaking his head. Voice. You know me, the only way I want the cup back in Canada is down Young Street, baby. I don't, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I would not be rooting. Um, you know, it's tough because as a Canadian hockey fan, I love, you know, homegrown guys and you want our homegrown guys to win. So with McDavid, you want him to get his. Like he's, he's going to win a cup. He's one of the guys that gets one and you want him to win one. Yeah. And that's like you, it's betterment of the Canadian game. But it's also, really hard to be like i want their fans to have that because there's a big time rivalry between leafs and then oilers fans and i think i, I don't necessarily want that either so i'm conflicted with with mcdavid because i want him I to get, get one he's a it. he's a canadian hockey phenom you want all those guys to get their cups he's gonna get one but you just hope it's when he comes to toronto in four years B- before we get <laughs> before we get to game time uh yeah. just wanted to get quickly your thoughts because lost in all this uh bedard mania was eric carlson and Kyle's big move yeah. to go get him and just you know what you th- what you thought last night as you watched him and okay bad overwhelming underwhelming what did you see he's like if Eric Carl or sorry if uh Gustafson that we had here was super powered you know like it's yeah. like he does some things he cooked that Gutman kid oh or whatever on the blue line it was just like oh and then Mrazek made an excellent glove save on the shot. Yeah, but yeah. Carlson's not used to having teammates and should have given that to Sid yes. probably. But anyway, I thought he made some awesome plays going one way. I thought, you know, people went around him going the other way. A lot uh, happens the, when he's out there. The, the, High event. The, the, the defense, uh, the following the play, I don't know, on, on, I think on, on Connor's uh, helper, he's about six feet uh, up on the blue line. He opened up a ton of room. He just looks to me like in his own zone. He just does whatever he wants to do. I think at this and, point, you can't tell him nothing. I don't. I don't know if anyone's going to change the way he plays. So, and and he's got a hard ass in uh, in Sullivan behind the bench. So I, I think it's going to be try to be a little bit patient here. Now I heard a story out of San Jose from one of the coaches on the bench who's no longer there that. They they had tried on a couple of occasions to get him to 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 be better in his own zone. Yeah. So the conversation was, let's try to box out instead of playing uh, front man presence, right? Okay. Where you're going to go and try to block a shot before. Mm-hmm. And apparently they they went back and forth a couple of times, and then you know, on another attempt by the coach to to talk to him. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, it was a, basically a, a quick conversation where Carlson says to him, "Listen, we just, we just don't see eye and eye, eye to eye to play the game the same way." And picked up a coffee and left the room. Oh, so you know, <laughs> like I don't know if the, that will work. The power to get tell your boss. No, I don't know, don't I don't know if do that's that. going to work. Yeah. Yeah. In Pitt with Sullivan and Crosby and Malkin, who have won championships, Latang, like he's gonna have to buy in here. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I. it's really tough to tell someone who's had wild success doing it their way to do it a different way. You would think, though, that he hasn't had wild team success would be enough for him to say, I've proven I can be the best offensive defenseman in the league. I'd like to win a cup here. So you would like to see him grow into wanting to win a little bit in his mid-30s here. I had the pens looked old last night. Yeah. Like, I know Sid scored. and They move the puck like. Something else. Like, they're going to win hockey games. Ooh, the Pens? Yeah. 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 Just, are you going to squeeze? You think non-playoff team? I think they're going to be fighting big yeah. time. Hmm. I do. Mulkin had a couple of turnovers, too. I didn't think they looked good last night, but I went into the year bullish, and I'm not going to bail on them yet. I, there's too much talent for them to. And the Cut. Metro's not that good. Yeah. All right, ready, fellas? Butter rip, Sammy. All right, it's time for Game Time, presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus, Ontario only. Play responsibly. Nailed that read that time, boys. A couple things for tonight. Uh, Leafs playing the Habs, obviously, and uh, you can bet on who's going to have the worst regular season record. Uh, The favorites are Anaheim and San Jose. Mm -hmm. Habs are the second favorite, five and a half to one. Um... Any of these other ones interest you? CBJ seven to one, Chicago seven to one, Flyers seven to one, Coyotes eight to one, and then it goes up from there. I think the I think Washington was next, but I you know looking at that Habs roster, I don't necessarily think they may be the worst, but maybe the best value. Which way are you guys going in that? So I think the Habs up front are pretty good. I mean, Cole Caulfield, Suzuki, Anderson, you know, Doc, Slavkovsky, Pearson, Monahan, Gallagher—they got guys. They got players. Yeah. They had legit NHL guys. The back end is just so young that they're going to lose a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Kovacevic and Gooley and Jacki and Harris—like you're going to lose games because of that decor. But I don't think they're going to be anywhere near the worst team in the league. So it's going to be San Jose or Anaheim, I, I one got, of the favorites. Yeah. I, I got San Jose. Yeah, that's a struggle fest of a team right there, for sure. You know the and there's no way Logan. Tour lasts. He's too competitive to do that for a full year, right? At this point in his career, he's probably got a no trade, but that's an interesting option he, for someone who could use a competitive talent down the stretch. Leafs, Leafs, anyone? No? All right. I was just seeing when his contract was up. But um, so the next thing I have here is this is a f- wild one, and it was just really relevant to what we talked about yesterday. You can bet on the opponent. Ovechkin will score his 850th career goal against. And yeah. that is 28 goals from now. And you said yesterday <laughs> that he wouldn't. No, he, he said 27. Sc- yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. if he believes that he's going to score 27, you can bet that it won't happen. Well, what kind of know, number do I get that's for that? 20 to 1. The favorite is, the, favorite is the Montreal Canadiens on February 6th, 48 games into the season. You know, eventually... One year, you're going to be right. Well, and listen, if you bet 20 to 1 on a guy getting injured for 20 games, you win the bet. Like, yeah. you know, it's not, it might be the best bet of the options there. I, so, and then the favorite is, like I said, Montreal Canadiens, February 6th is 8 to 1. That's the favorite. And the last one quickly here. I can't believe we didn't ask DA about Ovechkin. He's yeah. been following oh, his yeah. goal pursuit since 1938 or something. And quickly, Cole Caulfield, interesting guy to me. Just thought I'd bring up his goal total. It's at 32 and a half. Uh, thoughts on his year up, up. Up, 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 over, easily yeah. for me. Down, I, I still, can he stay I, healthy? I, well, th- that's a big deal. Yeah. You know? Like, he, he's tiny out there. Is he not exactly what you hope Nick Robertson can become? Exactly. He's exactly that. Guy yeah. who just shoots it in 30 or 40 times. You don't really care what else happens? Yeah. And that's not to write off Nick Robertson or... But it's a compliment. It's... 
that that's highly unlikely that he'll ever enter uh, Cole Caulfield territory. Right. That is the ceiling, the absolute ideal scenario. And, and the problem is, if you're not Caulfield and you're a 20 some goal guy, then that's the tier below. Yeah. And you're also a bit injury prone in that size. But all those American guys that come up now, I guess everybody that comes up now just fires it. Like yeah. those American guys that grew know. up with whippy sticks. Yeah. And- all right. That was game time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19 plus, Ontario only. Play responsibly. All right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, and after the break, we'll discuss uh, the hit uh, on 10 of. Brett Howden will be the first player of the young season to be suspended. We'll get your thoughts on that after the break. You are watching and listening to Real Kipper and Bourne. Breaking down the top stories in hockey and Elliot Friedman every day. The Jeff Merrick Show. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the Vegas Golden Knights opened up with a statement game, in my opinion. Yeah. To remind people that, uh, yeah, what? Uh, how many back-to-back Stanley Cups have we had since what? Mid nineties, Detroit, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and Tampa. 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 That's it. Yep. That's it. The bubble cup. And just to go back to our Sportsnet.ca predictions, how many? Vegas, I think maybe one or two. No one, and no one leaves either. I, I, I was this close to going back-to-back back on Vegas. It really, it's one of those things where it's like almost like you want to look like the smart person in the room. It's like Vegas seemed like the easy choice, the team that just won the cup, and yeah. no one picked them. It's I don't want to pick it. They only lost Riley Smith, same team. Well, when I do those, I don't want to pick where 12 other people are going to pick the same team. Yeah. I just uh, you know what? don't I, want to do that. I do this crazy thing where I try to pick the team I think is going to win the cup. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually my move. But then, you you know, you can look like everybody else or you could look super smart or super lucky, one of well, the it's two. It's true. No one really remembers unless you do something off the board and get it right. So you might as well take a couple swings. Um, watching that team huddle around the, uh, the banner, that's almost an identical team. Yeah. Like... I remember when we raised the banner at Madison Square Garden and we had four or five different faces. Yeah. And it's, you know, kind of awkward for four or five guys to Stand not sure where they're standing. And, you know, that, but Vegas didn't have that problem last night with the exception of uh, Riley Smith not there. Yeah. It's a really good team. They transition so well. Like, they just get up the ice. That goal last night, Ivan Barbashev gets a stretch pass and blows it by the tender. It was like, oh, yeah. So you mentioned you thought that was a Vegas statement, we're still here type of game. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and continue my reign as a hater today and say that I just don't think the Kraken are, ah, I don't know. I don't think they're that great. They made the playoffs last year. They made the second round. Good hockey team. I'm just, I'm not a crack. I, um, I had question marks on them at the beginning of last season. Yeah. Uh, and I even questioned Haxtell. Yeah. Not a lot of success uh, in his prior stints. And I, I thought they responded to him really, really well. Yeah. And I think uh, Matt uh, Beneers 
and uh, McCann, and they, they just they came together as a team and yeah. not 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 loaded as a superstar team. And Eberly, to me, I thought he was done in the island. To be quite honest with you, yeah, I know. L- listen, but this is what. Vegas had, right? They got everyone's eighth best player. Mm-hmm. They were a good team, competitive team, cup final the first year, but they were competitive. Then they and were like, they no. for every good player in the league. They're like, you know what we're missing to get over the top? Yeah. Elite players. Yeah. And they absolutely did everything yeah. they could to get elite players. They got them. They won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> they got so many good so players. So many. And Mark in Stone, Jack Eichel, Alex Petrangelo, so like many. just studs. How many, how many games for Howden when you first watched the hit on Tanev. Is that is that two or three or like it was clean picking. Yeah. And the first thing that snaps is his head. I almost I, thought he was caught in the middle though, Kip, where it's like he if he takes the body there and just dummies him, like the guy's not looking at him, it probably is a clean penalty, whatever. Like I don't even know if he's trying to hit him, just sort of body him out. It's a suspension because you are on the hook for not hitting a vulnerable opponent. I think it's a game. Only reason it might be two is because it's early in the season. The league may want to remind people we don't hit people well, right here. Or you could make a real statement to say, you know, we could take it up just a notch and add another game or two. Yeah. But they won't do that. No. Uh, they'll give them one or two. But, I mean, it's it's good early in the year to get those things out of the game and remind players it's not a, not cool. Yeah. We mentioned earlier in the show about Tampa Bay Lightning, but I thought uh, their their stars are, are making sure last night that they're not forgotten either. Yeah. They move the puck. They, 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 they're good still. I feel bad about... I didn't have them out of the playoffs and any predictions or whatever, but like talking about them all summer, a lot of people, I think there's a little bit of a narrative that they might take a bit of a step back, but watching that game last, I'm like, ah, still look like the lightning. I know, like, still it, look it, like some good players on this team. Yeah. It's one thing when your team is missing players, like Boston does not have six useful yeah. guys. They had last year, Tampa Bay. It's like, Stamkos is upset. Did, did we talk about that? But he also wants a new well, contract. We just started a show yesterday. Here. We haven't did, talked about anything. <laughs> but we did, a, we did a weird one on Friday. Did we talk about it on Friday? Anyways. No one listened to that one. No. I, no, we did What'd not. What'd you make of that? Quite surprised, to be uh, honest, that, uh, that Stamkos would be so animated so soon in the season. Uh, it, it gives, you, it gives eh? you some idea how pissed he is mm-hmm. and i don't blame him come on i kind of back stanley cups captain face gone to another level I, w- I told you i wanted an extension and you didn't even you didn't even call me this team has made its kind of hay out of ruthless efficiency right they have gotten rid of very good mm-hmm. players because they've had to they've traded volumes of draft picks for tenor to know they have made it clear they'll do whatever they have to do, and if they don't think Stamkos is going to help them win next year, or the I year don't, after, I, I, that's what this see, team I, has I, been. I don't think, uh, in all honesty, that that they're thinking. They could piss them to, off today. But it's true. I don't think today they go. He can't help us win moving forward. I, I, Maybe they think I, he I can't buy, at ten million. I just don't think that they're they're ready to make any commitment, and I still think there's a chance he's going to sign there. I. Do you under the impression, based on what Stamkos said in the offseason, that 
like he's he's done there. No, he wants to be there. He wants to be there. Yeah. I think they look at him as a very special player and uh, will be special for the end of time. Yeah, he'll matter he, he to that is, franchise he is their forever. Face. Yeah. He is their face. Yeah. You know, if prior to all these new kids coming on, I mean, it was Dave Anderchuk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, and you're Chuck, right. He's it's great, a, it's but important he's, to keep him. Stamkos went to another level. Yeah. We're going to hear now that he's drumming up interest in Toronto and he's going to get a big sponsorship with Canadian Tire oh, and all God. of a sudden he's going to land a, a, yeah. new, a new deal maybe, in Tampa Bay. Maybe next year he's the next veteran that signs for 750 k with the Leafs. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you, know, you know who looked really good too was uh, Hagel. Yeah. Well, they've made some bets on guys like that. And Hagel, what, he scored 30 last year? Mm-hmm. Fast. Yeah, really competitive. fast. Competitive. I mean, uh, Isamont, you know, he was a guy they took a, sh- a shot on last year. He's a pretty good player. Janot's a player, too. Yeah. Like, the guys that they've bet on and have cheap are going to keep them competitive. That penalty shot call was one of the most absurd things I've ever seen in my life. Did you see that? Yeah. And I it saw was the a, penalty it was shot. It was a really good call. What? Yes. Buddy, he stepped in one step over I the blue I don't door. care. That's enough. No, my it's enough. God. That is insane, Sammy. Kipper. How All can you say that? Stop shots. it. But when I was a kid... You had to be yeah. 10 steps ahead of a guy, and the guy didn't lash you down. Now it's no, like you, you're no, just, yes. No, those days are over. That's you stupid. don't need 10 feet yes. between you and the no. and then get tripped. No. Is those, it not better for the league if that's the Those precedent? days are over. Yeah. Oh, great. Everyone answer loves the shootout so much. Let's have more shootouts. Ask, uh, uh, answer yeah. me one question. Okay. Did he take away his scoring chance? Yeah, but he wasn't on a breakaway. Just Hey, just ended it. Yeah, but it's a penalty. That's all. It's a pe- this is a fly. It's killing no, me too. <laughs> it's not a penalty. Yeah, it's it's a, trip. Uh, a a takeaway of a scoring opportunity where it was only you and the goalie. But it, that's a penalty shot. Was they it were Luke? Beside, they he were, cooked? Yeah, to he to draw the penalty. Them. But they were beside each other. Thought it was past the blue line. Like they were. You know what they step did? It, it was step. like the delayed icing penalty where they were like, "Oh, that's Shen and Hagel. Yeah. Oh, we know who's winning that race." So yeah, they, they, just, they got ahead of it with the. Call. I was just stunned. Yeah. And Kevin Weeks in the call is like, "I don't know, but it's open tonight, so why not?" I'm yeah. like, "Well, I mean, <laughs> should we discuss it?" It is the yeah. league, you know. Anyways, Leaf I'm killer, surprised you picked that. Leaf killer Nick Paul looks pretty good in front of the net too on the power play. What if Johansson's really good? Because this Tampa Bay team, which all of us have been quick to move, move on from. They're still Hedman and Sergachev and Chernak and, you know, like... They're... I don't think he's a very good goalie, though. So they're gonna, yeah. He let in a couple last night, including the tying one before they made it 4-3. That was not pretty, so... I saw that, the short side yeah. one there, yeah. I also think Nashville's going to stink, so maybe they look good last night, yeah. you know, playing the Predators. Ryan O'Reilly scoring the first goal for uh, them in the season. Yeah, Forsberg looked good, the couple I, of setups there. I have to say about, just from a Leaf fan perspective, kind of hurt oh, to see him in a different O'Reilly. jersey. Like yeah. I, I did get a little bit attached to him when he was here, and I really liked the way he played. And I mean, I, your classic good Canadian boy that was offered the same deal he signed for just and turned, did not turned want down you. The he rejected you. Yeah. Yeah, that hurt. Hurt. Yeah. Hurt a little. Other news around the league. Uh, Lindy Ruff finally gets a contract extension. No real surprise there. We expect New Jersey to maybe give the likes of Toronto and Carolina maybe a run for the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I mean... You're the coach. The team wins all the time. Here's your money. It's uh, not that complicated a formula. Love Lindy Ruff, too. Really, you know, a, a thoughtful guy who's kind of reinvented himself and opened himself up to the style the Devils play is fast and, you know, offensive. A lot of talent there. So that makes sense to me. No more fire Lindy chance. Be- oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say one of the best under the radar is getting to Foley for that. Yeah. Okay. 
just one more on coaches here. Yeah. I'm going to make a, a bold prediction here, which well, what I else do you almost do never do. Yes. Uh, and that is that I think there's a chance that this year not one coach gets fired. Wow. Yeah. What? Why is that? Because either someone's named a new head coach. Yeah. Lots or of those. A lot of guys are getting extensions, including Lindy Ruff. Typically, so, the guys who get fired are teams going the other way. Tampa Bay, Boston. Boston's okay. got a new coach. You, you, you really Coop. think Tampa's going to fire Cooper this year? No. Okay, thank you. So, Florida, you new think, coach. Buffalo, no. Go down Ottawa, the list. No. Go am. down the list. Ottawa? You, oh. You don't think if they get if off they to a struggle, slow start? That could be a thing. That's one that I think. That's, Islanders and Lane Lambert? Yeah. They yeah, you're would, right, Kip. I see your point. D- looking through this, D- there's not many. DJ Smith will have to absolutely wet the bed to be fired this year. Yeah, I really. Dean Evason, Minnesota, with that lineup, with that lineup, we they some some people are predicting they're going to get to a conference final or the, or the final Ottawa. Who? I, Dude, I don't. T- people are bullish on this. Oh, bullish team. on like, them, I, like, right? Can they get 80 points first? So, so <laughs> with with that lineup, and if they can get uh, Pinto back yeah. and. Josh recovers from whatever's ailing his shoulder. This team's going to be in the thick of things. What is going That's on there, Norris? No, no sense of so. Look, look at uh, all the new extensions. Uh, McClellan got an extension in L.A. Yeah. Uh, the bad teams like San Jose and Anaheim have newer coaches, brand new coaches. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's getting fired. I'll give you one name that I think might be. On the hot seat, just a tad. Okay. Craig Berube. Yeah. St. Louis, 81 points They're going to miss the playoffs, right? Yes, Everybody believes that they're oh, going to miss the playoffs. Yes, and Craig's one of those guys where he's hard on his players, and if they get tired of him and yeah. Armstrong needs to transition, maybe. What about that's the, the one, Jets? That's the only, name, that's the only name I have out there. Uh Sheldon just got a new extension. So. Do you think, by the way, that they wouldn't fire him if they struggled? If Tree Living saw him go what to Christmas is, you, in there? Tell me what struggling is. They, uh, they'd have to stink. Stink! Yeah. I don't think they stink. They're a 500 team in January. They'd, oh. have to, they don't, they'd have to be out of the playoffs yeah. in January All right. for Sheldon to lose his job. I, I agree. I just don't think that his contract is going to be prohibitive. If they decide they want someone different, like if they stink, absolutely yeah. stink the joint out and be in a position on the outside looking in. Like, right. is, is, is Detroit, Ottawa and Buffalo going to put the Leafs in a position of uncertainty on, yeah. on a playoff spot is, uh, yeah. as late as February, March. You'd like to see it. I would like, man, God, it was November I, last year. We knew who the Leafs were playing in playoffs. Don't need I that think, again. I think the, their first round matchup this year, the Leafs, will be the Ottawa Senators. So you think the Leafs will win the division? Yes, Ottawa and will be a wild card. And I think it'll be a battle of Ontario. I like time. Ottawa. I just, I don't they need know Pinto if and Norris quite ready just yet. Kipper, they had eight guys play Tandy for them last yeah. year. They have like a they decent get some NHL tending. goalie now. Pinto, Norris stays healthy. Yeah. You, they get Pinto in. Are you totally sold on Corpusalo? I think he's like a Did goalie. you love him in no, but Columbus? He's, but he's like a goalie. He was okay, He's I an guess. NHL goalie. He was, he, was, 
he was decent yeah. in L.A. Yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're pretty good. I, I, like, I like their decor. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. Um, one thing we should note, uh, Barry Melrose retires from ESPN. Yeah. Parkinson's. Uh, really sad thing. Just a shout out to Barry and yeah. his family. Our thoughts are with them. Wonderful man. Uh, you know, first of uh, just uh, all of us have a Melrose story. He's a, yeah. a big figure in our sport. It's just hard to think of ESPN hockey and and not first think of Barry. He's been it right. He's yeah. the, the godfather there. So uh, a lot of pe- touched a lot of hockey media and just hockey people over the years. So um, our thoughts with him. Obviously, that's a. Yeah. Uh, Sad story. One of the all-time great hockey clips is him and Pat Burns. What clip? With them going back and forth. Is that him? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the yeah. best all-time. Getting uh, pulled off by an oh, yeah. usher. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> Love it. Back, <laughs> back in those days. That's How old were you? A little kid. I was a baby. But Child. I, but there's this thing called YouTube where I can watch old things and you know, enjoy Are you them. telling me you weren't old enough to at least sit in yeah, front like of I was a little, television I was like, and watch that? I was like five or six. I was a oh, little kid. I'm so sad for you. Yeah. Kipper, the first ever hockey game, least game I went to, you were in the lineup. Wow. Yeah. By Jets. the way, night one tonight, fellas. Let's Leafs. go. Oh, yes. I'm going home to take my Geritol <laughs> and go to bed. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, All right. Give me a score tonight, Toronto and Montreal. 5-4 Montreal Canadiens in overtime. Another Whoa. one goal game. Safe pick. 4-2 Leafs. Calgary and Winnipeg. Do you want to pick there? I, I really like the Flames. Yeah. 4-1. Decisive win. Decisive win for the Flames. All right. You doing picks or are we just hanging us know. out to dry? I don't know. I'm told I'm running out of time. All here. right. All right. Just like that, another two hours on the Real Kipper and Bourne Show. We're glad you came along. Our thanks to Jim Ralph, Leaf Color radio analyst and david amber from sportsnet we're back tomorrow for more real kipper and born have a great night everybody enjoy the games